0: everyone is good and and healthy and all that so um this is more of a bonus segment than anything else so um you know done some work over the last several days and uh, have a few episodes recorded and yes i'm looking forward to you know next week and actually having some actual guests that will completely change the dynamic of this so they definitely will be a mix of guests plus myself doing call it a monologue of, uh, of different things or events that are out there, but, uh, this is kind of a bonus thing. So, you know, I know it's my podcast and thank you again for joining is, um, is sneaks rhymes in life. Um, but, uh, I mentioned it kind of briefly, particularly in the intro episode, um, that sports is a big part of my life. So, um, today I'm going to, uh, you know, in bonus coverage, going to, uh, talk about a couple of things that are sports that are definitely on my mind. So, um, I think this will capture a, a slightly different audience and some people will love this. So, um, so a couple topics and I, I, this one just can't escape me and. It's it's our good friend Damian Lillard. So for those that don't know, Damian Lillard is a point guard um for the Portland Trailblazers. He's a perennial all-star. Um, you know, currently having literally a career year right now. Um in, in so many regards, you know, Portland despite a vast amount of injuries, is um I believe they're fourth in the west. Um if I just have a quick peek right now, they after tonight they slipped to fifth. Um but are, you know, chugging along at a 600 um 21 clip um winning percentage wise. Um so that's pretty phenomenal all things all things considered. Um and then when you kind of look at player stats particularly for this this team, you'll see that Damian Lillard is have an exceptional year. He is twenty-nine point eight points a game, seven point seven assists, four point four steals, uh or four point four um rebounds and one point one steals. Um that's so pretty tremendous when we look at the results. Um Damian Lillard is fourth in NBA scoring. Um when you look at assists um he has he's having you know another uh tremendous year and, and the thing about Damian Lillard he's put in work for years on end he's number 10 in the league in 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 assists um you know slightly behind LeBron James um so this guy is having an incredible year like if we started talking MVPs Damian Lillard is probably on your top five, top three list. I think you look at all things considered, you know, based on value of team, you can obviously see what Kevin Durant has brought to, um, um, to his team in, um, uh, in, in Brooklyn, obviously, but the Brooklyn Nets and and they're really making moves now that they got Harden and, uh, um Kyrie Irving seems like he's um in, in a much better place. So, you know, great news for Kyrie because um you know of his talent. I'm a tremendous fan of uh, of what he's able to accomplish. But uh Damian Lillard just seems to continue to be a player that gets slighted. Whatever reason, I don't know. So his latest slight, um, and yes, there's many documented slights, you know, there is what uh, his ongoing feud, Paul George, you know his comparisons to Paul, Chris Paul and and Steph Curry, but here we now have Damian Lillard again, probably as a top five overall MVP uh, uh, player and MVP candidate based on his accomplishments. He's just balling out of his control, but Damian Lillard now. if you can believe and I'm taking a pause, did not get voted onto the Western All-Star team. So you'll see the, you know, if you you, you go and look it up for yourself and don't take my word for it, but uh, uh, the All-Stars are chosen on three categories. What the players think, what the media thinks, and then what the fans think. So when you lined up uh, all of the votes and all of the uh, the accolades of who's there, somehow in this process, and maybe the process overall is broken, um, Damian Lillard is not an all-star. And yes, he lost to... Um, a player that I really like. I like Luka Doncic a tremendous amount. I think he is absolutely incredible. And is uh, definitely going to be a top five, top three um, player in the league. Um, so, but at this point, um, I think Damian should have got the nod. It, it's just unbelievable that... Damian Lillard did not get voted, and the reason is that the tiebreaker um, in the NBA it goes back to fan voting. Uh, so there's a percentage of each of the votes that are tabulated, and then the tiebreak is the fans. So Damian Lillard loses out because more people voted for Luka Dantage. You, know, you can call it a color thing, you can call it, you know... Dallas versus uh, a very small market in Portland. You can call it a, 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 on the West Coast time zone that there's not enough play. Portland's not on TV enough. Like, you know, hey, they stole a game from the Lakers, and they've one of the best teams that played the Lakers head up in the bubble uh, in 2020. Um, but, uh, yes, Damian Lillard is not an all-star yet. Now, will he be an all-star more than likely, um, so that's understandable. That um, Damien is obviously probably pretty upset. He's probably going to use this as fuel to, you know, run this through the run this through the balance of the season. You know, it's, you, you look at it's forty five percent from the floor, thirty eight percent from three you know do note, a player that i do not like in a tremendous amount of um concern or you know thought um you know our star player from the New York Knicks and uh, yeah i know i've mentioned it before that uh, yes i am a Knicks fan um i've followed them since i was a kid but Julius Randle is actually outshooting Damian Lillard from 3 Percentage-wise, not volume-wise, but percentage-wise. But somehow Damian Lillard is not a, a starter. And, you know, Stephen A. Smith has gone on this. Um, you know, I think Damian Lillard is now is going to shoot in a three-point contest at the All-Star game. Um, so those are all good things. Um, but Damian Lillard not being an All-Star... Um, it seems to me to be, like, a travesty. Um, I know he did respond recently. I think it was actually probably today that um, he he just, you know, probably very, very upset. Uh, you know, and I think I'm, I'm reading his quotes here. You know, he says, when I, when I was younger, I cared a lot more. So he's saying he doesn't care, but we know that he cares. Obviously, that is an accomplishment to be an all-star starter. It is something that I haven't done so far in, in being in the league. Um, but I would like to have named it starter, but obviously I was not surprised. So he has been very used to these snubs that he's gotten over the course of his career. It's unbelievable that, again... Damian Lillard is not an all-star yet. You know he'll be on the team. You know he'll contribute. And all-star to me is still wacky right now. Like, it should have happened last weekend. But because of coronavirus, they pushed it a week. You know, like, they're pushing up March break in here in Toronto. Um, but, yeah, Damian Lillard not being an all-star is un- unbelievable to me. Um, and how he did not get voted over. How Luca is voted over him and Damian Lillard is um he's idly sitting by, not an All Star yet, and Luca Doncic is an All Star. And again, I told you guys, I like Luca. Luca's averaging twenty nine points. Um, now his team is not performing nearly as well, but he's averaging nine point four assists. Um, and he's probably is also beating. Damian Lillard on the rebound um, percentage, but uh, obviously being a bigger guy and, you know, Lucas, you know, averaging far more triple doubles, but I think just the player and what the, the two of them are capable of um, and how well Damian Lillard has played um, just so far this season. Cause when, again, when you look at how well Dallas is doing, Dallas is five and five in the last end. They're under five hundred. You no, know, the Blazers in this very early season still, you know, is eighteen and eleven. So there's a significant difference what they're doing for their teams. But Luka is putting up, you know, you know, arguably, I guess, you know, in hindsight, some great numbers. But for the fans not to see it, but the, the players and the media seeing that Damian Lillard should be ahead of Luka and it doesn't go that way, just seems wrong. So, anyways, that's uh, part one of my bonus episode. So, part two, then, um, would be, call it the quarterback carousel in the NFL. So, major shoe drop this week. Uh, At least, well, you may hear this and it may be a while out, but now Carson Wentz has left the Philadelphia Eagles and gone to the Indianapolis Colts. Now, how this all happened, he was supposed to go to the Bears. He could have gone to multiple other teams. You know, if 49ers were willing to part with Jimmy G. They could have happened there, and then there's cap issues. But it was really down to the Bears and the Colts. And then it came out that really the he really wanted to go to the Colts. The Colts are probably a better team built for immediate success after getting a better quarterback and you know some great work was done by um Philip Rivers in his last year but he's now retired and um now we're at the stage that um it's now the Carson Wentz era and Carson Wentz had a horrible finish to uh to his year in, in uh in in Philly and you know fans booed him he was inaccurate he turned the ball over you know washington hallelujah my team won the division don't let's not get confused um that definitely happened um but it was bad he got benched you know him and it's come out now that him and the coach didn't talk for weeks near the the end of the year um Um so that is terrible, you know, despite that being the case, that it went sideways that much. And then obviously they had drafted Jalen Hurts at the beginning of the year, and um and slowly Jalen Hurts and got some time and you know made some plays and all of a sudden Carson Wentz was watching and not even had, I don't even know if he had shoulder pads on, you know, by the end of the year. But, um, you know, the Eagles wanted to move on. They they got tons of management issues. Um, you know, Peterson was the coach that didn't talk to Wentz, and then obviously Wentz, you know, not talking to Peterson, so there's a standoff, so there's like everyone taking sides, whether you're a Hertz guy or you're a Wentz guy, and you know the owners involved. Um So it, it's it, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess in Philly right now. You know Colin Cowherd even said it himself that they're on you know, they're on clown territory when we talk at the lower echelon of the the NFL. You know you know they they even though the Browns and the Washington made the playoffs, they're still calling them the clowns at NFL. You know they're right there with the The Jaguars and the Jets right now. So anyways, the Eagles are in our charted territory after being really good and only like three, four years ago winning the Super Bowl. So he's now a Colts. Colts look good. They can run the ball. They have a good offensive line. They have a very nice defense. So the Colts are going to make some noise in, in, in the AFC. What does that leave the Eagles with? They still don't have a line. They still have holes on defense. They're eating part of the cap hit for for the Colts so what do they do with the draft do the Eagles actually go out and draft another quarterback I think that would be literally the worst thing possible you just got rid of a QB controversy and you'd start another one so not the right move but the Eagles do dumb things like Washington does like Cleveland does like the Jets do like the Jaguars do so who knows at this point but, um, you know, they probably could trade down and use the picks or use the that pick as a higher, you know, Carson Wentz. You know, they were talking about some crazy, they're talking about a first and first another pick and first another pick. And, um, you know, first it was, um, um, you know, it was a running back on top of that. And then we're talking like, you know, Rolando Smith was part of the deal, which is ridiculous. So, you know, it it ended up being conditional second. We could be a first and a third pick. So not too bad. But it's a huge cap hit on on Carson Wentz. And hopefully behind a good line for his sake that he'll be able to hold on the ball, not turn it over, and, you know, make the Eagles eat their words. Because the Eagles would not have won a Super Bowl without Carson Wentz, despite... um, You know, the antics that actually happened when Carson Wentz is on the bench um, in the Super Bowl because he is hurt. Um, And uh, we all know what Nick Falls did, you know, during the Super Bowl. So hats off to him. You know, still got a Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl and all that type of stuff. But so what is what happens now with the rest of the free agents and the rest of the issues? So we already hear that. You know Russell Wilson is not happy. Um, we also hear that Deshaun Watson wants out um, from Houston, and that would be a disaster. Houston should do everything and anything um, to stay with um, to stay with John Deshaun Watson. He is too good to stay in. So now we go back. Number one free agent now again is Dak Prescott. They franchise tagged them, and I'm sure they're going to franchise tag him again and not let him go anywhere. Would be nice. No, could you imagine if Dak went to Washington? You know, could you imagine if Dak went to the Bears and they got rid of Trubisky? I, I think it would be just some such interesting conversation. If we saw that change. You know, we got um you know we got Teddy Bridgewater, um, we got, um, you know we got we got some really good players that are free agents or there's an opportunity to move them from where they currently are. So it should be interesting. And if I look at this laundry list of free agent QBs, you know, we got Dak, we got. Jacoby Brissett that got hurt we got Mitchell Trubisky so I guarantee you that the Bears will have a new QB you know obviously Tyrod Taylor lost his job probably should resign now Andy Dalton was a backup who knows what happens with him now RJ 3 is now free agent. he didn't even start the last game so um a- after or, you know the game that um um Lamar Jackson got hurt and not to have the game with a concussion. So who knows what's happening? Joe Flacco, God, God knows what's happening. He's probably done. Cam Newton probably can play a little bit in a certain system. You know, maybe it's Baltimore as a backup, but, you know, what's left for Cam? You know, there's Blaine Gaverick and Geno Smith. Those guys are washed. Jameis Winston, very cheap contract that he had for the Saints probably should stay there and he'll get an opportunity to play even though he doesn't get money. And then there's a lot of other guys, you know, not a lot of top tier guys. You know, Kyle Allen got released um, by Washington. You know, there's the other guys like Joe Webb and some of the other, Nick Mullins that played for the 49ers. Maybe he goes back there. But there's a few guys that could change teams. And I know I said Teddy Bridgewater, I guess, Teddy is not a free agent, but they easily could bring in somebody to upgrade because Teddy got them so far and totally get it that you know without Christian McCaffrey they're not the same team. But, you know, that franchise um has had success. They're in a very competitive division. They have the Saints. Um, they also have the Bucks that won the Super Bowl. Um, so quickly they could be looking at um, trying to upgrade a QB, but I don't know if anyone at that that level makes them that much better at this point. But hey, share with what you think in uh, in in the comments. You know, I'm even reading that um, you know we kind of talked about Deshaun Watson. We talked about uh, the Panthers needing a QB. Um, there are rumors that the Panthers are very interested in Deshaun Watson, which is to me. Crazy that that could happen Um, So I don't know what they'd have to give up (sighs) Okay, it's late, um, but um, still recording Um, So who knows what that looks like um, In the near future how many QBs change Teams could be a big thing how many of these rookies take a step forward so, hey, you saw how good um, Kyler Murray got, and I still think there's room for improvement. Is is uh, Jalen Hurts going to be the new Kyler Murray next year? Um, you know, we see things that didn't quite work out with Lamar this year. Um, and then, obviously, we saw how amazing Josh Allen played. So, a lot of things to navigate and a lot of things to understand, but uh, I guess we'll have to see. Um you know what happens overall in uh in the upcoming days weeks you know there's lots of other juicy free agents you know um you know JJ Watts out there, you know Ron Miller's now you know a free agent um you know the Falcons are way up against the cap so they're going to make moves um you know Bucks won the super bowl and they definitely want Godwin back so who knows what the, what that looks like. You know, even Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. Um, who knows what that looks like. You know, can't forget the Steelers because there's people in the camp that do not believe that Ben Roethlisberger should come back, but at the cost of what? Like, who are they bringing in? Unless they're drafting a QB, they need to bring Roethlisberger back at least to... Roethlisberger, I think is the proper pronunciation. I don't think I said that right. But that would be a... Um, that, that needs to be a bridge at least right now, and uh even if I think about my team on washington they they definitely they got some things to um to figure out you know let's let's beef up the offensive line, let's definitely look at upgrading a little bit at linebacker you know obviously we could use a receiver, but I think you know we have some opportunity for guys to evolve but Heineke, or whoever his competition is, will need to definitely evolve to um, to move the team forward. So, a couple bonus shots. Yeah, as so you can see, that I like to talk, but um, you know that's uh, that that's that's the life portion of Steve's, Sinker's Rise in Life. So, what does the NFL carousel look like? And poor Dame Lemmer gets uh, gets uh, doesn't get the nod and gets a snub. But so it'll be very interesting to see. Well, seems nice to see Bradley Beal, you know. Take a huge step forward because he's absolutely balling out of control right now. But um, it'd be very interesting to see what happens uh, with the re- with the reserves. You know, definitely looking at Julius Randall being a reserve um, because he's playing absolutely spectacular, despite not me being a fan. And I'm not ever going to admit that I'm a Julius Randall fan, but good on him that he's uh, he's doing great things. So. Um, that's it for me from now for now Um, appreciate you guys tuning in to these this bonus edition and uh, we'll talk to you all very soon bye for now all right so fast forward to the second half of this now we go back and look at the reserves that were announced today for the nba all-star game so we look at the reserves for the east and um you know uh you look at the team and uh, it, it looks pretty solid you know so you, you got james harden you know, it's his ninth uh all-star game you know he's playing unbelievably for the nets um jalen brown um finally makes an all-star game so great on him same thing with zach levine uh who makes his first all-star game and again he's scoring almost 25 points a game so good on him uh, a little bit of a surprise that Ben Simmons found his way onto the team. Now, they do need, you know, potentially another guard. It could have been a forward. But, you know, they're leading the East, so um, I can definitely see that. or Jason Tatum, obviously playing extremely well, um, does get uh, to make to his second All-Star game i um, very happy that um, there is some representation from the New York Knicks. Um, they are having a much improved season over the previous several years. Uh, Julius Randle, despite, uh, obviously, I've mentioned uh, in the earlier half of this, uh, this episode that I am not a big fan, but um, he is definitely balling, um, and... Um, definitely after all things considered at the forward spot definitely deserved to make his first all-star game and then uh nikolai um from Orlando um uh, up front also gets a chance to make his uh his all-star uh not his all-star debut but his second all-star team so um you know pretty um pretty impressive and again go to go back to Randall you know, Randall is the first Nick to make it to the All Star team since 2018, and that was when Porzingis made it. But Porzingis didn't even play because that's the exact right before he dunked on Giannis and blew out his knee, and then that was really the last game he ever played for the Knicks before going to Dallas, and then having all of his um, rape allegations come up. But uh, I'm not going to get into that. Um, you know, it's again. 10 before that 10 years when we had mellow and um and uh and Amari kind of make the all-star team and that was really over the last 10 years there's only been four knicks that have made the all-star team tyson chandler prazingis carmelo on on multiple occasions and then Amari stoudemire we had that uh, great run uh when he first came to new york um you know it, it didn't work out well much after that um because again the injuries caught up to him so but anyway it's good on Julius Randle now we look at the West team so we got Lillard we already went ham on Lillard and and, um and really chopped it up whether Lillard should have made the all-star team or should have should Luca have made the all-star team as a starter uh Donovan Mitchell definitely needed to be there Uh, The Suns have been playing much better. They've been playing great since the bubble. So Chris Paul, I can see why he's on the team. But uh, when you kind of look at the rest of the team, I definitely looking at where is Devin Booker? He's not on this team, you know, because we got Paul George. Everyone can say what they want about Paul George. He is still, you know, an all-star caliber player. So he's on the team. Uh, Rudy Gobert is arguably one of the best big men in the league. Anthony Davis, uh, although injured, probably not, uh, not going to play in. Maybe now this is a shift that we get, uh, you know, we'll get to the snub list in a second, but maybe Anthony Davis gets onto the, uh, uh is on the answer team, but someone, he's going to have to give up a spot and someone else is going to take it. And then looky here, looky here, looky here, Mr. Zion Williams is now on this all-star team so pretty pretty amazing that that is the case that this young man is you know stayed healthy for the most part this year and no although his struggles and i know he lost a little bit of weight but um he made the all-star team so good on him you know you know we'd start talking about subs and we're gonna go backwards and start talking about the west versus talking about the east so i already talked about devin booker devin booker is um you know, playing really well, he's scoring twenty-seven a game. This this feels like Bradley Beal of the West from several of the last few years. You know, how does a guy ball out of control? The team is twenty and ten, and he's not on the All Star team. Uh, if you look at a guy like Mike Conley. Hmm, you know, you know he's he's uh, playing really well. Obviously, from a uh, metrics perspective, you know he's super valued to what's happening in uh, with the Jazz, and they're they are actually first in the West but he's not on the team. Uh, uh, Mr. Fox, uh, he's obviously having a a career year at uh, over 20 points a game and, you know, six plus maybe seven uh, assists a game, but it's Sacramento, so he's probably not going to be on the team. Uh, And he was snubbed, so call it what you want. But uh, DeRozan was also definitely considered – and uh and, and say was uh Shikilis alexander from the thunder who's playing really well and has really taken off ever since uh chris paul left you know he's uh career highs in points um you know at almost 23 a game you know six and a half points uh, or six and a half rebounds and uh and or six six and a half assists excuse me and then five plus rebounds so very very impressive what he's got there you know i i also really really like uh you know what brandon ingram is continues to do and then but the guy that i think you know between him and booker gotta get the spot is john morant and i think john morant continues to do an amazing job despite all the injuries and the challenges on the grizzly in 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 really leading his team and he he is also you know a star to keep his eye on but uh, uh, keep your eye on uh, as we move forward um but between him and zion uh I, I, you know, I think Booker or or, uh, Cha Morant has got to get the the final uh, spot once once Anthony Davis has to give up his spot. So now if we talk about the East, um, I already told you that I was not a huge fan of uh, of Ben Simmons being on the team now. I do love Fred Van Vliet, you know, definitely in consideration. You know, he does uh, you know, he is he is having a career year at 20 points a game. He leads the NBA in steals. Um, he ranks second in minutes so he's putting in serious work. Um if I look kind of down the list, there's there, you know, he's considered, but it's probably not his time. You know, looks like he's earning his contract despite and you know still being uh, you know a supporter of the Raptors even though I am a diehard Knicks fan which I will continue to repeat to all of you. Um, maybe this is would be nice to have Fred on this team, but um, it's not going to happen unless there's an injury. Um, you know, Bam would also be considered. The guy I really liked was was Sabonis. You know, he's averaging twenty ten and five, which is. Uh, pretty pretty impassive impressive when i start to look at the um the the results there so um you know him and uh uh Jeremy grant out of the from the pistons who's averaging 23 and a half points a game there's just w- so much talent in in the east ever since now that the pendulum swung a little bit and uh you know you got now kevin durant and james harden now in the east that that probably stole these guys spots you know Guys like um, Middleton and 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 Hayward and Tobias Harris, no, they're just not going to make the team. You know, Sabonis is the kind of the guy that I I kind of like to have that spot over over um, Ben Simmons, but uh, Ben Simmons is on a first place team, so it's uh, it's tough to pull the trigger on that one. But that's the All Stars. Um, so when I post this, and you definitely you'll see a, a quick conversation on Instagram about it um tell me what you think tell me if you're you're interested in um in in seeing changes what what if the fans got a chance to vote two more players onto this how would you make the roster look different both in the east and the west you know do they you think they got it right i still don't think they got the starters right you know and i love luca i just think dame is deserving and dame is like an mvp candidate so um again lots of thoughts there again thanks for your time and. We'll chat the next episode. Bye for now.